welcome to Kind AF, hosted by me, Adrian Garland, the CEO of She Leads Media, and my co-host, Dr. Kent Gustafson, award-winning author, speaker, entrepreneur, and musician. In every episode of Kind AF, Kent and I explore the seemingly simple yet deeply complex topic of kindness. We dive into all kinds of conversations, both together and with a whole host of different guests. Through it all, we aim to answer the question, what does kindness mean to you? Let's explore. The train of thought is leaving the station. Yeah. So you want me to tell you a little bit about uh, the One River School that I was just uh, about to talk to you about? I've heard of the Two River School and the Million Rivers School. Mm. This is a franchise, um, and it's actually started by the man who started School of Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really cool dude. You know, I think just somebody who wants to get the arts back into the world, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. they, they're they sort of a new franchise and they have a couple of different places around Long Island. I don't know where else they have franchises. But I, you know, I'm always drawing it, but I love to be taught. Like, I, I feel that I need to understand the fundamentals so that I can eventually do whatever. I don't even know. So you've been drawing... Apples, oranges, and bananas? No. We do such so many different things. We use all different types of mediums. Mediums? <laughs> you know, mediums, 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 like, you know, oil. Do you use crepas? No. What is that? <laughs> I don't those are the things back in the day they're like crayons, but they're smushy. Oh my god, I've <laughs> never even heard of that. <laughs> Crepons? No. <laughs> uh, we don't use crepons, um, but pastels and watercolor and all these different things. And uh, before it closed down due to COVID, I mean, they still have online courses, but I am not doing it because I need the experience of going into the art studio and being taught and, you know, playing around and having the teacher come over to me and say, you know, have you thought perhaps about adding a little yellow? (laughs) So Mm. I just absolutely love the experience. And I had been going to One River School for a couple of months. And it was something that I did for myself because I've, I've always played around with art and I've never brought it to the forefront of what I do. But in my life, eventually that I would like to have art in my life and me creating that art in a much more prominent way. So I think your yeah. I think your life lacks a little yellow. Yeah? A little brightness. My uh, No, not brightness, just the color yellow. Like yeah. your logo doesn't have any yellow, right? No. Your site no yellow, I don't think. No, and yellow really does something to enhance and bring out and highlight you know? Yeah. And I get that song in my head. Was that Gwyneth's husband? What's his name? Oh, yeah. Chris. Yellow. Yellow. What's his name? Chris. You know that song? Yeah. He's Chris, uh, husband of Gwyneth. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Goop. <laughs> Paltrow. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Wow. Is goop not gross? Like oh, Yeah, goop is disgusting. The name It's amazing that that brand can be so big and so gross. It's kind of cool. It's like I have a new brand called Moist. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it works, right? Oh. Okay, sidebar. Have you ever watched one of the the goop television shows where they bring in like all this these crazy people and she has her staff take advantage of like what these crazy people do and she sits back and like watches her staff participate in madness <laughs> have you seen this uh no comment <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, taking ice baths and psychic stuff. And it's all like cool. Awesome. But I'm like, why is she just sitting there? <laughs> because she, you know, she has to maintain. She's the queen. Yeah, she's the queen. She has to maintain her, you know, status. Yeah. Well, she's, she's being queen. entertained by, by her court gesture. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so true. So, so who's your court jester? And I, I would never want to put people in a position to be my court jester. I don't that's use why you, that's people why we have for dogs. entertainment. Yeah, I was going to say my dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't use people for my entertainment. You know, like like some people do. And maybe that's you know why we're doing this kind as puck podcast because you. I don't think that you would use somebody. As your court jester, I'd be the court jester before I use someone <laughs> as the court jester. I have worn a court jester hat before when I used to play frisbee. Nice. Yeah, but no, I I'm um, I even feel bad having my dog laughing at my dog. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so nice. Uh, speaking of which, nice as fuck. Um, dogs are nice as fuck. Um, they're I guess they co-evolved with us to just manipulate our emotions. But when you come home and your dog wags its tail, I mean, geez, like, I know. there's nothing nicer than that. Yeah, really. And then when they just, you know, curl up to you and look at you with those puppy dog eyes, it's all mm -hmm. over. It's all yeah. over. You could uh, have like chewed up the cabinets and ruined the floors. I'm talking from personal experience. So and being, <laughs> being, being nice and being weak um, mm. is like they're different things, right? So dogs, dogs will show their teeth. They'll say like, "Who the fuck are you looking at?" You right. know, they'll look across the street and like fluff up their back and stuff. But when when you walk through the door, they wag their tails. You know, um, so I think it's kind of interesting the concept of even let's go biblical, like turn the other cheek. Biblical scholars who like say well okay so if you hit somebody with one side of your hand it's legal but if you hit them with the other side of your hand it's illegal yeah so the roman soldiers would hit i don't remember if it was backhand or, or palm one of them was illegal and so when you say hey turn your other cheek it's saying come on hit me with the other side you know i dare you because then they'd get punished mm. or walk the extra mile that doesn't mean just like pfft, roll over right it's no if if you walk more than one mile as a slave with the romans shit on your back or whatever that's actually illegal you, you can only make a slave walk one mile with your stuff hmm. so if it's go the extra mile that actually means like say fuck you to the guy by actually going above and beyond 
So I think the sort of nice as fuck um, hmm. is like you can be ki- kind, you can be nice. It's, it's kind as fuck, which is better. But you can be kind and still say, mm, but I'm not going to suffer fools. Right. I think that's the brand of kindness that I am. No, that's not the right word. You know, that's th- that I that I Grew up with. subscribe to that I subscribe yeah. to. Because, and I did, you know, it's it's funny, I wanted to talk about like, well, you know, who are you kind to? Are you kind to everyone? Are you just kind to your family? Like, how far does your circle of kindness extend? And then like, in different situations, are you truly always kind? Or, you know, can you always be kind? And then if you're unkind to someone else, does that mean that you can be kind to yourself and that's better? I mean, I, I think that there's so many there's so, so many ways to look at it. But I, I think for me overall, I think people would say that I'm kind, but there are definitely people that I've come across in my life that would say, nah, she's a bitch. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that? Well, kind comes from the old English kind, get kind, of Germanic origin related to kin. I'm reading straight off of Google here, so I must be right. Hmm. But the idea of kin and someone who's related to you, I think is kind of interesting because I really do see every human as being someone who's related to me. It's probably... I think we have innate differences between us, different personality styles. But if you if you come to each person and say, that's another person, I'm going to treat them with some kindness. It's almost like a baseline that's built into us. Um, and I think some people are maybe too focused on their own well-being to think about being kin with someone else or kind to them. Hmm. That makes so much sense, you know, being kin with someone else. And because of that, you treat them in a certain way that you would treat your family that you love. I think that that's an incredible origin of the word kindness and that you do see people as your family. I don't know if I'm as, uh, I don't know if I see everybody as kin. (laughs) (laughs) And I also have, uh, it's probably a protective mechanism, but I do approach many if not all situations from a place of kindness. But if I sniff <laughs> that there's anything that is awry or if somebody doesn't share that sense of kindness, I I will go to being unkind and it's it's to protect myself because I've been hurt way too many times. I like uh, as as a illustration of that. I don't think you've ever told um, in this setting the story of that nice lung yad young lad who was trying to hustle you into that. Uh, what was it? A, yeah, a the co-working space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's so many layers of that. You know, I was looking for a space to bring together women in suburbia, Long Island, where we would not only work together, but also 
help each other with our businesses. It would be a place for me to hold some events. And it would really be a place for She Leads, a physical location. I'm so glad that that didn't work out um, because of everything that's going on right now. But this young man was was very nice to me on the phone and we set up a time to go view the the space and it was a raw space and it was in a house a really beautiful brick house in in roslyn in long island uh, very it's right off the lie centrally located all this good stuff so i went to go view the space and walk through it with him first time i've ever seen the inside of it and he pers- I'm curious yeah. did he like did he like pull up in a Lamborghini or something No, no. they pulled Just up like a in a sensible was, car Yeah you know him and his buddy pulled up in a uh, you know like a Pathfinder or something like that Ooh, and they right, were late right. They were late which I didn't appreciate <laughs> So you were uh, just standing out waiting Yeah of. and it was raining so yeah it was sort of standing nice. out there in the rain and these two guys show up and I mean, here here comes judgmental Adrian right out the gate. You know, I, these two guys that are like Long Island guys, you know, with the cheap suits on. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know. Are we talking like chest hair and slick back uh, no, hair? Like Guido it, style? No, it's just the like, I'm wearing a suit because... It makes me look like I'm important, but I bought the uh, I bought I got the three for one deal at Karaku or whatever. <laughs> 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 they came with the socks and the belt. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's like polka dotted. Just just not high quality material. Like they high weren't water wearing pants. they weren't wearing they were no, they just weren't wearing, you know, boss suits or arm, like, Armani like suits. Loafer, loafers without socks. Yeah, it's so much more than I think it's the cheap ass material, you know, that pretends portends to look good. But upon closer inspection, you know, it it would fall apart the first time I went to the dry cleaner, you know. So they bring me inside and they proceed to, you know, tell me about how the investors and the property are very interested in my concept and, you know, how much money am I willing to put up you know, right then and there? You know, do I have $300,000 to slap down on the table? And it was just the most ridiculous thing. They were so, you know, salivating. They just wanted to, like, get this big deal done. And they thought that they were, I don't know. I don't know what they thought. I thought that they thought that they were going to, like, convince me to do a deal right then and there. And I just had to laugh in their face, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what do you think this is? I, I said to them, I have, I, I literally am, have stepped into this building for the first time ever. I really need to just think about this. And I don't know. It was, it was a ridiculous situation. And I, I applaud these kids bravado, you know, for asking me how much I'm worth and what I'm willing to invest and just, I don't know, ridiculous. So when people are unkind, you, you, um, you feel a need to kind of, what do they say? Clap back. Yeah, I do. 
I, I, I get defensive. I definitely go to a defensive place instead of being a little bit more Zen about it. And I probably could benefit <laughs> by realizing that the place that these people are coming from is out of fear and who yeah. know, you know, who knows? Well, and in hustle, they were taught, they were taught a certain way of, of selling. And hard selling is just not kind. I mean, you call it a squeeze page, you call it a hard sell, you, you know, client acquisition, the funnel. Yeah. Like it's all just gross, you know, and all, the whole actually headhunters, yuck. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff, right? Anytime you go into talent acquisition, it's like, dang. Yeah. Like the language of slavery. We yeah, love the language. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And getting over on someone else and, you know, the the rapid Just fire yuck. nature of, yeah, like close, you know, close the deal, whatever it takes, do whatever it takes to close the deal. Put the hammer down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's sleazy. And, and it's funny that I'm in, you know, marketing is, is my background because it's sort of like enticing people to come into, <laughs> you know, the, the world to get their heads chopped off. The mousetrap. Yeah. yeah. But but then in me too, right? But the the thing is, if you actually offer value, they don't get their heads chopped off. Sure. And that's that's where I feel like so much of the hustle is is uh, the churn and burn, which is also a horrible turn uh, term. But it, it is what it is. You, you bring bring people in, screw them over, say too bad, and go to the next one. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of businesses have been built like that, and there's a lot of success stories. And, you know, money that was made in that way. And when you hold that up as a model, like, hey, this works. Yeah, it might work, but at what cost? Yeah. So there's a kinder way. I think that's cool. But it, but we, I definitely don't mean, it was cool to talk about that story with the two business bros that were trying to sell you that thing. Because it's... It, Kindness doesn't mean that you have to just submit and roll over and show your belly. No, like my adorable dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. actually manipulating you by doing that. Totally. That's, the, that's, the, <laughs> that's, the, that's why he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I also I also wonder where are their social graces, if you will, if you're talking to somebody like that in that situation and they notice that I'm uncomfortable. How, yeah, well, do, you, how genteel, do you not stop? The genteel goes out the window when it comes to sales. So like I'm a, I'm a, people call me like a gentleman publisher or like a Renaissance man. I'm so nice to talk to. Right. But then, you know, salespeople tell me I have to put the hammer down. Right. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta like chop people's heads off and you gotta squeeze them and you gotta funnel them and the stuff. It's it's a very strange thing. It's very, very out of character for me. And actually there's a ton of us out there. You're one too, where it's out of character to do that. Yeah. I mean, and when it comes to talking about a product or selling a product or a service, when I believe in it, I definitely have a lot of enthusiasm and I love to talk about the benefits and why it's so great and everything like that. And I think that that is selling. It's just that it's coming from a different place. It's not from fear. Right. Because yeah, you, can, you can sell really easily into fear. 
Yeah. Oh, look, look, you know, your house is going to burn down. You better buy this um, thing here. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, Flame you're, retardant. <laughs> you're right. I mean, selling out of fear is the whole point. It's all those squeeze pages are like, are you, are you stupid? Like, how are you not investing in this thing? Or how are you not doing this thing? Right. Yeah. Just, and, and it keeps going down that thing and you get more and more panicked. And it works. Um, it, the it thing works. about it, it works. But it works for what to what end, right? So it's almost like a, a slim fast diet where, you know, you, you do something really quick, you lose the weight really fast, but then you yo-yo worse than you were before, right? right? <laughs> Which is, you know, I mean, that's the statistic, right? Or you do Biggest Loser um, used to be yeah. on NBC where they would lose a couple hundred pounds and then they'd gain more back. Yeah, so sad. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but it that's such a perfect analogy with Thank some you. it really is <laughs> with with some of these things that you end up purchasing because they have they hold all of these promises and then and then what happens is when the the product or the service doesn't fulfill your need or your want or your desire then you feel so stupid for being sucked into the funnel that you blame yourself. It's it becomes a victim mentality instead of yeah. like, hold on a second, <laughs> like let me try to get my money back here because you promised something that you didn't fulfill. We we feel so guilty about it that we blame ourselves, hmm. and then the cycle continues, and then you might even you might even be so embarrassed that. You tell someone else, oh, yeah, that, <laughs> I did that. Really? And that's not kind. You don't want, you know, you don't, you don't want people falling for these Ponzi schemes. No, it's creepy. Yeah. So another question that I had about kindness, which is a little, you know, mind bendy, is when, when you. Mind bendy. <laughs> When you consider yourself to be a kind person, anyone, when one considers oneself, oneself to be a kind human being, do you think that, who do you think benefits more from that? The person who is on the receiving end of the kindness or the kind giver? Hmm. Mm. I mean, I think it's, that's one of those things where it's, um, riddle that's a riddle for sure mm. i think it's both ends that's just my belief though i i think it you know a lot of the underlying principles of you know the world in general are if you're a bigger lion you can eat the smaller lion or take what you want right and that's one way to see the world but the other way to see the world is the abundance is there for both and so the, the kind kindness goes two ways. All you got to do to somebody, if you talk to someone you hate, you say, hey, man, how you doing? Crazy times. And you keep walking. You've done something really kind. And yeah. That person feels better. And so do you. Yeah. Actually, you know, there's not to go really deep and dark, but um, there's a really, um, we watch PBS NewsHour and there was a really interesting special about someone, I think it was Birkenau, the concentration camp. Um, it was a 75th anniversary of the liberation, I think. 
So they had these stories on of these extraordinary individuals who who had gone through the Holocaust and survived it as as children, and just very they, they didn't comment on them their stories, but they showed a couple stories, completely different viewpoints on the same thing, of course, and certain people forgiving their captors, mm. um, and others saying that there is no forgiveness, mm. and they're both right. Yeah, right. Mm. But I think the person who forgives. For that person, that was an act of kindness to themselves because they needed to get past it or something else. And for the other person, it's an act of kindness to say, no, no, I need to be kind to myself by saying, no, no, there's no forgiveness because this was too dark. Right. Yeah. Right. So kindness is a perception, Mm. really, and it is very personal, I I guess, whatever your definition of kindness is, and that can be a broad spectrum of what it is. But I I think that there's such a deep level of understanding when people can forgive those that have done awful things. I, I, it makes me want to cry, honestly, like I'm not even joking. Even you look even in a, a small scale, I think I might have said it to you at some point before but one of my favorite scenes in any movie is from love actually did you do you know that movie <laughs> we watch it constantly oh i love that movie yeah. so there's the, the the scene where uh I, I forget what her name is the actress the mother where she figures out that her husband had been having an affair oh yeah and she removes herself from the children and, and her husband on christmas yeah turns on Joni mitchell's yes. both sides now but the way the way she sings it with a full symphony now with this really raw voice one of the most beautiful songs ever recorded mm. listens to that and cries mm. and then puts her face on again yep puts on the fake smile her kids happy and unbelievably intense and yeah. what an act of kindness yeah also to her husband in yeah. that, you know, where yeah. she knew things are going to be over, but I'm going to deal with this later. Right now, I'm going to be kind. It's intense. Yeah, and go to the uh, Christmas carnival or whatever was happening. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. And almost like an understanding of her husband because she knew him so well, too. Yeah. Yeah, whoa, that's, <laughs> that's intense. We just went dark. <laughs> well, not so dark, I think. It's when you were talking, I also was thinking that there isn't, you know, maybe it's behind kindness, but it, it's like this it comes from a place uh, of love. Like kindness comes from love. And if you can just boil it down to that simple, you know, point that just act with love, act in love, I think that that's why people can be kind because you can love someone who has done horrible things to you. You can love somebody who has hurt you. And I personally think that that's, that's God. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. So where do you, I know that your parents were these incredible kind people do do you think that that you just absorbed that and that is just what you knew and that is why you are what you are like did you ever feel like well they're too goddamn kind i'm gonna rebel against that (laughs) like 
egg someone's house. <laughs> so, you know, I think the there's a lot to be said for I had a lot of privilege growing up. So I have the ability to be kind to other people because I'm in privilege. You know, I think there's a big piece of that. Also, I was brought up with a concept of loving kindness and of service that I should be serving other people mm. my whole life. Uh, and then I think also my personality, just you, you're, you're born with a certain, I don't know. Yeah. Something. And, and I also, I'm very gullible, you know, people <laughs> tell me stuff. I believe it. You know, I trust people. I, I love people. So. <laughs> it's not such a bad thing. No, not always. So in, in business kindness though, like it's, it's this, all this stuff, like the, I mean, forgiveness in business is harder. Uh, maybe there's not as deep a relationship sometimes. I mean, people are much more, re will much more readily stab you in the back in business because it's in quotes, just business. Yeah. That's bullshit. Which I think it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe that. But yet that's what governs business now. It's almost like we have one set of rules in society and another set of rules in business. Do you think that that, I mean, do you think that's going to change? Or do you think that things are just going to go back to like the backstabbing, like unkinds, like do your fucking work and shut up and don't come back to me until you have produced some <laughs> revenue? <laughs> uh, it's, I think it just, I think it just exists. I think it gets shoved around, but there's both of those personalities in almost anything. You know, the guy who's like, I've got a nuclear weapon and I'm going to drop it. And then you got the guy who's like, I'm going to eliminate, you know, all nuclear weapons, you know? Right. It's, you're going to have both, uh, you're going to have a dog that says, fuck you, this is my neighborhood. And you have a dog that curls up at your feet, right? Yeah. Right. It almost everything has to exist. You can't see the light without the dark and all of that. Schrodinger's yeah. cat. Yeah. Yeah. The cat is both alive and dead. Huh. Damn. Yeah, that's some that's some deep ass shit right there, Dr. Kent. <laughs> that's <laughs> so some think, deep ass shit, Marty. <laughs> I think we should bring people into this really weird, um, tepid, tepid, uh, lukewarm, odd primordial space that we've developed around kindness and see kind of what happens yeah talk to people about what what drives them yeah i've i've definitely got a bunch of friends that are very kind and then people that i've met through business who i'm still friends with even though you know i might not have kept in touch with everybody that i've met throughout my career i think we should talk to some assholes too we should just call it out on the show title. We'll say this, this, you know, every Thursday will be an asshole and every Tuesday will be somebody who's kind. Oh my gosh. Can I, okay. This is, this is a, you just reminded me of something. The other day I was doing God knows what, and I got a notice on my phone that like Gary Vaynerchuk was going live on Instagram, right? And he does this. Hmm. And uh, I'm sure everybody- He texts you? Yeah. He was like, H, check me out. <laughs> um, but I don't know if you've ever, if you've actually watched Gary lately, but he has gone from this person who is- you know, like sell the shit out of shit and like go crazy on social media and blah, blah, blah. And he's still got that high energy, intense, like 
you know, work, yeah, like work 24-7, like kill it and all of it. Um, But he's adopted this, like, incredible like warmth and kindness and he when i see him sometimes i'm like ugh like he's such a dick and on the <laughs> and on the instagram live the other day i'm like let me see let me check this dick out you know so he has people that kind of you know he, people come on to the instagram live and he's like if you want to talk to me raise your hand and so people raise their hand And they're like, yeah, Gary, you know, I got this situation, me and my girlfriend. And, you know, I was homeless for a little while in the car. And, you know, and he's like, I'm trying. This guy said, I'm I'm trying to get my little boy a PlayStation. And, you know, but I got to get a house for, uh, you know, how can I kill it, Gary? And Gary's like, first of all motherfucker like he's very he he's he will tell it to you like it is which i appreciate and then he's like he's like before we even go on give my assistant your your name and your address and your little your little guy has a brand new playstation coming his way and i was like fuck now now i love gary vaynerchuk i was like that was so like in the moment so nice it was kind so kind to me, hmm. I was like, that exemplifies kind as fuck. And then he went on to give this guy like hard ass advice because the guy said, yeah, I'm out there every day working six to eight hours. And Gary's like, what? Six to eight hours? He's like, man, you ain't working hard enough. And yeah. he really gave it to him good. And and he yeah. was he was like, quote unquote, mean, but it was so kind and i have the greatest respect right now for gary hmm. well, yeah that's neat to hear yeah so check him out yeah there's yeah i've never been a big fan of gary v his personality or his content but his he's done an um incredible job in bringing down the required production quality of important thought leadership material yeah. It used to be everything had to be polished and he he took the shine off of everybody, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's so intense, too too intense, but just somebody that I think something switched in him and he realized that he can be this force for change and demonstrate kindness without having to be soft about it. And uh I just thought that that was really neat. I just came up with a nice dad joke. Go for it. Let's hear it. So what do you call a, a uh, nomadic couple? Uh, movers and shakers? Too intense. Too intense. <laughs> Very good. It requires a little laugh. Have you seen that back and forth between like Will Ferrell and Marky Mark? Mm-mm it's like a podcast or something they set up or it's a YouTube video. I don't know what it is. And they tell each other the worst dad jokes that they could come up with. And the, the whole game is who laughs first. 
and whoever laughs first loses. <laughs> I love that you call him Marky Mark also. Like, that's how I call him. Yeah. But he's probably like, my name's not Marky Mark anymore. <laughs> he's great. I love that guy. He's great. I love Will and, Ferrell too. He's so And that eight he's pack yeah. that Marky Mark had back in the day is insane. Yeah. 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 Yep. He, he's a tough guy, that Marky Mark. He's a tough guy. Yeah. So... Well, I think we should probably include some kind people and some assholes in upcoming conversations. And okay. if we ask you to come on, you don't know which one you are until until um, we figure it out. Hey, the, and is this okay? I just have to ask the criteria. So, is it self-identified kindness, or is it judged Ooh. kindness, or judged? asshole-ishness here's 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 <laughs> what i here's here's what i feel just proven by what you just said about gary v like first thing i'd say about gary v is asshole but you just proved that he's got kindness and yeah. he acts in kindness and so i think wouldn't it be neat if anybody that comes on we figure out what the kind what kindness means to them and what part of them it is and you know yeah because someone might be a real asshole but it's only because they've been so hurt and maybe they are truly a kind individual underneath it all. Who knows? We'll, we, we shall see. That will be our investigative journalism. Well, thanks for tuning in, kind buds. Yeah. This is excellent. This conversation is Can we, can we call them our kind buds, please? No. Veto. <laughs> Veto. <laughs> Hey there, kind buds. <laughs> hey there, cool buds and kind buddies. So this hey there chicks and chickens? No, no hey it's there. hey there, cool cats and kittens. Oh, that's what it is. It's all over everywhere. It's because so, of Tiger King. Have you seen Tiger is King? It, is it worth watching? I mean, I would have to go to the trouble of subscribing uh, to Netflix, which I stopped subscribing to because I'd already seen everything. And then I'd have to watch it. And well, that takes a lot of time. And... I'm going to ask you a question and then I'll give you the answer. Okay. Are you vegetarian because of animal activism or for more for health or a combination? All of the above, sort of. It depends. Now, I, I, I'm a vegetarian because I, I like sitting with people who eat wildlife and game and weird stuff. I just can't do it because I look at the meat and say, oh, you know, mm. even little shrimp. I'm like, oh, look, it's Henry and Henrietta <laughs> and Jane and Judy and, and Louise. And they're all these little shrimps, cute little shrimps, you know. Mm, you might have a, you might have trouble with Tiger King. Is it all about meat or what? Well, it's just about these people and there's a variety. No, they, they tigers? No, 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 no. But they collect tigers. Five grand each, I heard. They collect tigers and ca and they keep them in captivity and they do terrible things to them and they use them. Horrible. It's awful. It's awful. The show is an absolute fucking train wreck. They are the strangest people a, that you will ever. Why is it so popular then? Because it is. Oh, because it, it has to get. It has to one up um, the Kardashians. It is so much seedier and filled with things that you think don't even exist in the world. See, I couldn't even, I was too squeamish for Game of Thrones, so. Yeah, I can see that. 
I have, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I have trouble. I actually have, I know this is going Graphic on and violence. on. I'm like, nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually can't handle that either. Even um, like, like oh, Walking look, he Dead. he just chopped that guy's nose off. Oh my God, how awful is that? Yeah, I can't, anyway. I can't watch it. Like when, whenever there is like Walking Dead or Game of Thrones or something like that, I need to watch something that is so funny before like if i watch anything like that before i go to bed it's awful i feel like the devil flies into my room at night (laughs) and like fucks with my head if anybody feels if you're actually listening which you are if you're listening so since (laughs) you're actually listening please send us a note because we know you're listening send us a note about how much you like violent um programming or not and i think that my favorite movies are are chick flicks because and, and I think that the men should stand up who like that kind of movies um, because they're so much more relaxing. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, look, oh it's nice. Ooh, look, it's Diane Keaton. She's awesome. <laughs> With her hats <laughs> you know? and her turtlenecks. Yeah. And when you're done, you're done, you're like, oh, that was nice. Oh, that's nice. Oh, look, there's a dance party. It's like the Shrek dance party. Freaking amazing. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Or Love Actually. That (sighs) movie makes you feel good. Yeah, so good. Well, mixed feelings too, but, you know. Right. What's the other... That sign scene is creepy. Oh, Notting Hill is the other The creepy dude with the sign. The creepy dude with the sign. Yeah, in Love Actually, the creepy dude with the signs where he's like, I love you. Oh, do you know who that is? Uh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley, yes. But the creepy dude with the signs is... He's a great actor. Rick from The Walking Dead, who's oh, the main yeah. character. That's who that is. Yeah. That is kind of creepy. Yeah, very creepy. The other creepy. creepy scene in that movie is that weird, yeah, we won't even talk about it, but there's some weird things in there. I like the dude who goes to, to is Iowa. Okay. The UK guy who goes to Iowa to meet girls. Because oh, yeah. he heard that Americans <laughs> yes, love guys yes, with accents. Yes. And, and then it turns out. With these like hot models. And it turns, it turns out he was totally it's right. true. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, the best. It, that, that, <laughs> that movie is just so heartwarming. I, I just yeah. absolutely love it. And that we're also always watching it. I actually watched it, I, I think, like two, three times. Do you, Notting Hill? Do you watch Notting Hill? I feel it in my. Toes. <laughs> the old rock star. Notting Hill is nice, yeah. But Julia Roberts. Isn't yeah, she in her, one? yeah, she's a little. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know. Mm-hmm. She's bitchy so, in mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, uh, Hugh Grant, the first time you see him, he's in that, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, he's the best until you see him in three movies and then you're like, eh. Yeah. Because he's always the same dude. Poor guy. He is always the same dude, but he's it, he's heartwarming. Yeah, except for that weird time that he got caught with, with the, the prostitute. Mm. Yeah, I, I do always think about that too. <laughs> See, it's like the it's like the Pee Wee Herman thing. Oh, tragedy. God, yeah. Tragedy. Yeah, creepy. All On right. that note. Yes. Oh, but well, wait. Let me just hold on. Hold on. So, don't watch Tiger King if you are. Done. Done. Yeah. Eliminating it from my brain. Yeah. Same thing as Catch a Killer. Have you ever watched Catch a Killer? No. What's that one called where the dude in Wisconsin is is convicted of murdering somebody, but he really didn't? I don't know. 
Anyway, that one's that one's too intense. When you get sucked into it, it changes your brain. Oh, the other one is amazing, but it's it ruined my life for a few weeks. Um, the um, Escape from Tanamora or Danamora? Escape from Danamora. You ever seen that? No. It's a movie? Yeah, it's insanely good. It was actually the first thing that um, Ben Stiller has directed that's not funny. Oh. Um, and it's with Patricia Arquette, and it's freaking insanely good. Okay. But the problem is I went, I went down that rabbit hole hard. it was really good and it i was just it made my brain really messed up for a while this this true story of these two guys who break out of prison it's just intense yeah all right i definitely have to watch it i like things like that yeah it's patricia arquette plays this sort of very simple person who gets in, in upstate new york who gets seduced and used by these guys to escape from prison and she's extraordinary she deserves oh, i think i remember the story it. i do i do remember the story okay okay i'm definitely going to watch this yeah. this again i just need to circle back to this i hate gore like as in walking dead and things like that but one of the things even growing up that fascinated me. It is serial killers. It's a fascination of mine. I don't know why. I get very upset about like how did somebody I kill <laughs> I kill a bull at night and a bull in the morning. Okay. That made me think of a couple of different things based <laughs> on your Bud comment. Sorry, so, no. don't know, didn't really know cereal. what you were talking I'm about. I'm a serial killer. Yeah. I'm a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> of, of Cheerios and, and Raisin Bran. No, but you like watching shows about serial killers? That's creepy. Reading books about them. What? what? Yeah, because I'm like, how can someone's mind be so fucked up? I'm fascinated by it and repulsed. It's and I just can't stop. And and then so I think really about it. So you really would like this other show? It's the that's the um. It's called Making a Murderer. Mm. Did you see that one? No, but yeah, like it's okay, the mind thing. Love. Okay, because he it's this guy who I still don't know if he killed the woman or not. But it's 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 really messed up. It's about the police force screwing up and mm. the, it's remarkable and there's two seasons of it i think um and that i lost a few weeks of my life too yeah yeah I, but it, it it's things like that it's like because it's it's in your mind and yeah there's the gore part of it which is so awful but yeah like there's a whole other story that that i was watching and it was about this guy and he started killing cats on online and posted to Facebook and then these two people started Ugh. investigating him. He was like this younger guy. Ugh. Yeah, it, and it's this it is the creepiest weirdest Sheesh. story ever. Yeah. And this kid yeah, like not, went all over not the world. My genre. Yeah. I like I like chick flicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually no books. Books I'll I'll read thrillers. But fiction I don't like nonfiction thrillers. That just 
creeps me the heck out. Yeah, it's very knowing creepy. Knowing that people like that exist. Exist. Yeah. I know. It's very scary. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so. Okay. So, wait. I have no serial killer is allowed on the podcast. Okay? No. Unless it's Cheerios and Raisin Bran. Right. Exactly. Cereal with the C. Yeah. Okay. This has been wonderful and eye-opening. It's been something. Yeah. It's been something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, where can, where can people find our podcast? Uh, they can find it wherever you find podcasts, really. Okay. You subscribe to it or like it or, I don't know, don't like it, unlike it. If you liked it before, go and unlike it. If it's something you don't like, you know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you can find Adrienne on She Leads Media. And you can find me at Dr. Kent on Twitter if you want to find me there. You can knock on my door and give me some coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> or please. not. Please don't do that. Yeah. No, no, don't don't do that. Please, please don't. Yeah. And Wonderful. that was it. Okay. So let's just be as kind as fuck. It's worth it. Do it every day. Trying to read a letter from my home. I got trouble on my mind, and I've